Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levin. My name is Joe Rogan from the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, thanks so much for joining us on Hey Fam today, Joe Rogan. That's fine. We're going to um, be talking about. Not really uh, a fan of your podcast. You don't have to be. That's fine. But, We're not going to um, talk about the usual this week. No video popular. games. No Star Wars. It's uh, chemtrails, reptilians, and you know, uh, Trump. Um, uh, wait, here's a question, Joe Rogan. Fire. Shoot. How come, why don't you just go with Jogan? Excuse me? Just save a syllable. Jogan. I can't... I, I'm leaving. I can't comprehend that. I'm out of here. See ya. Wow, wasn't that funny? Wow, I just saw Joe Rogan on the way out. Hey, what Angus Truscott. Thanks for coming back to HeyFan. That's podcast okay. podcast I host uh, with you each week. Uh, we do host it. Thanks. No, I was wondering why you uh, let that ex-MMA well, fighter I'm, leave in such a hurry. I know you it's are weird. a fan of Joe Rogan, so it's a shame that I wasn't... That it wasn't you. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Have you ever seen Joe and I in the same room? Yeah. Oh, shit. You just did that. Just then. Yeah. Cool, well, there goes that theory. <laughs> Probably Joe Rogan will talk about on his new podcast. Second best Hey Fam intro ever? No, definitely the first worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, hey, what's going on? This is Hey Fam. Uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars. That's, yes. uh, that's my intro. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a speech I would have given a class in year two. Yeah. Hi, kids. Show my name's tell. Angus. I'm going to talk about Star Wars. Now we're adults and we record it and people download it. <laughs> um, so Star Wars celebrations. Sure. All right. So a celebration happened uh, a couple of days ago. And what a celebration weekend. it was. What a celebration of the Star Wars franchise. I mean, it does what it says on the box, doesn't it? Yeah, aren't there like, um, like, is it Cadbury chocolates that do like celebrations? Oh, Imagine Star Wars like, themed always bring, celebrations. No, favorites, isn't it? No. Favorites. Well, uh, I swear one of the, one of the chocolate companies Nestle here. does celebrations, celebrations or something. Star Wars celebrations. Missed like opportunity. I mean, Star Wars need to get into merchandising IMO. <laughs> in general. I think, I think they're just, they're kind of lagging in the merch department. So I, I don't know, if you're listening, Kathy Kennedy, maybe we could hook you up with a nice little chocolate deal. Make a, you know, make a couple million. So the problem with recording p- midweek, and there aren't many, to be honest. I'd much prefer a midweek record than a, than a weekend record. It's so much better. There's too much pressure on the weekend. You know, the week's over. We can't play. What we can't do is what we do really well, and that's predict what's going to happen tomorrow, which is when the podcast comes out, and it's all incorrect. <laughs> like, I do like that. That's a charm of Hey Fan, which I really like. So, all the podcasts that I listen to have already talked about all the Star Wars stuff to death, but you We're know not what? Do that. There's takes, we? Te- yes, we are. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, go look, look, if you want a serious, I, I, more like. I'm friends with you. We do this podcast together. You're yeah. the Star Wars guy. It would be remiss if, I know. Uh, if, if you didn't talk yeah. about Star Wars. Yeah, it's true. Look. 
you, if you want a more serious and more canon uh, experience, I think you should listen to some other podcasts which might tackle this oh, um, much more seriously. Our pal and regular guest on uh, on Hey Fam, uh, Steel, Steel Saunders, was over there in the thick of it. Well, I mean, if you have a look at the Steel Wars Instagram account, it's the most jealousy-inducing thing. I kept looking at it all weekend, and my girlfriend would actually say, I'm sorry, every time a new photo will go up, and he was with like another iconic member of Star Wars lore, be it someone behind or in front of the camera, and I was just forlorn on my couch looking at this photos and <laughs> I was getting apologies for it. It was insane. It was a, it was a crazy time to be alive. Um, yeah. When I saw Angus today, he was like, oh, Easter weekend, I didn't do anything. Was it because you were so just crippled with jealousy? Uh, no, I was celebrating. I was watching a lot of the live streams, watching right. a lot of the panels. And I looked at those photos. I thought, you know what? Here's one thing you can't say you did. Worked on a Star Wars movie. A little <laughs> thing I like to call episode two and I felt a lot better. <laughs> Unless you can get a time machine still, I'll meet you on set. I love that you've spoken about that that experience at length twice on his podcast. That's all I get on for. Never, never on AFM. I've been stopped in the street, seriously, as the guy who did work experience because of the Civil Wars podcast. He um he did a pitch because he's part of the Planet Broadcasting Network that um, the Weekly Planet guys just yep. launched. And in his pitch of what the podcast is, he mentioned that you were like, that, that, that someone who was work experience on episode two Aww. is a regular guest. Isn't that nice? I mean... I feel a bit like William H. Macy's character in Magnolia, like the child genius who's an adult and does nothing you, now. You are saving up for braces. It's true. He's resting on the laurels of something he, when he peaked as a child. And you know what? I was afraid of that. I'm embracing it now. Bracing. Braces. Okay, very good. Very clever. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the biggest news, I feel like, you know, this is, this is the, the bulk of what we're going to talk about oh, is the trailer. Yeah. I mean, the last Jedi panel in general, I think, has got a lot to pick there. I didn't watch it. Should I go back and watch it? It's totally worth watching it. Uh, it's more exciting than, like, you know, tech or <laughs> Nintendo announcements just because these people have stage presence. I think that's a very... Imagine an entire Star Wars panel with um, Reggie's. <laughs> and that's what you're getting. <laughs> Reggie feels um, yeah. the episode 8 He's panel. Got, he has stage presence. That's what I mean. Imagine. That's oh, what I mean. Right. Like, imagine uh, a, a Nintendo panel, sorry, with all Reggie's. Oh, yeah, That's sure. a Star Wars experience. It's yep. just like... Yeah, the, the last Jedi panel was great. I mean, the forty we'll, we'll go canon- canonically. Fortieth uh, anniversary was really good. A lot of um, people came out of the woodwork. Look, I'm going get, to get to the point. Hayden Christensen, first time he's had any sort of real association with Star Wars in a decade, and no one booed him. No, he had the big. I was looking at all of the sentiment while it was happening. It was all positive. I think it's like one of those things. Enough time has passed, and um, also people who grew up watching him as a kid are now adults, and they've got this nostalgic thing for Anakin Skywalker and they're like it's Hayden and uh, you know it was a panel run by Warwick Davis he was like the interviewer so Warwick played Wicked and is in basically every single Star Wars movie from here on in as a small person in every film yep. uh, it'd be cruel to do otherwise no you know that's interesting he should motion capture a giant or something for a Star Wars movie give him, give him it's something it's 2017 yeah it's about time Warwick Davis stopped having to be typecast he's not binary size I think I think we can make an exception uh, work around the whole thing and you know George was there first time George has ever really been at one of these uh, like openly coming to a Star Wars event he also looked like he had a gun to his head the whole time <laughs> I heard he, he got quite warm when it came to talking about Carrie Fisher yeah yeah the, 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 the robot ceases to be a robot and becomes quite a human I mean George himself's always been a weird quiet like, on the spectrum type of person anyway. And I think that's part of his charm. But, you know, seeing Ian McDermott, who played the Emperor, he came out with Anakin. And that was, that, they were, like, the duo. And I was like, that's such a good pairing. Like, they are the bros of the uh, prequel trilogy besides Obi-Wan. Um, to, it, that was a nice kind of, you know, it was very, how good is Star Wars? But it was nice to see everyone on stage hanging out. Like, Lando, 
you know Billy D was there Billy D they were When are they going to put him in a fucking movie again? Well he's confirmed at Celebration he's not in episode 8 So that's two down That's what I mean That's what I was yeah. I mean I, I don't know if we need Lando It might be a little too shoehorned I find he's not like to me a major Star Wars player It kind of is to me I don't know He's got a He has no more than like I'd say 20 lines in the entire well, movies I saw the movies backwards So Yeah sure So Lando I, I saw is, Jedi Then I saw Empire Then I saw Star Wars Oh so you're like What happened to the like, most I know of, Where is the pivotal character so Where's yeah, the cape I, I haven't seen Lando in, 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 in such a long time Because I watched Star Wars last I am curious as to what he does I mean he was You know the administrator For Cloud City Hero of the Rebellion. I am curious to see what, where, where he led. What happened Politics? to Cloud City? That's what, I would yeah. like to check him back in with there as well. I'd like to see Cloud City. Are there, yeah. Um, so How the 40th celebration was good. Lots of fun. A uh, beautiful tribute to Carrie. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, I, I caught other people talking about it. Very nice. So you, I, I, this is good. You haven't seen any of it. You're actually getting all this live reaction. But yeah, look, yeah. The re- real reason why we're all there. Uh, was not just to hear Harrison Ford say he wasn't looking forward. Fuck, <laughs> I, I have seen that. That's that's fantastic. There's um, an amazing clip going around. If you just type in Harrison Ford Star Wars Celebration 2017, uh, he's being interviewed on the live Star Wars show to which the host asks, are you excited about going to see the Han Solo movie as a fan? To which he responds, not really. <laughs> and laughs. That's so good. It's amazing. He's such a good. It's also the most Han Solo answer too. Like that's what Han Solo would say. Yeah. You'd be like, oh really? <laughs> so that was really that was really great. Uh, we're doing a real over, you know, skimming over the top of some big things that happen. I'm sure a lot of things happen on the ground there, but this is just the top level shit. I want, you need to I know. want the most entertaining note moments from 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 Truscott Vision. But look, then we got the Last Jedi. The trailer. Well, we knew it was coming. We knew there was going to be a big. It had to come. This is, you know, we're, we're four months out of a trailer last time. Like, yeah, for Force Awakens, we'd already seen the first teaser. We haven't seen anything. No official photos, no poster, nothing. Now, we got the teaser poster first, which is incredible. I've got to say, it's, it's probably up there with, to me, the episode one teaser in terms of my favorite Star Wars posters. Uh, do you know the episode one? The Vanican walking, yeah, a little yeah. child, and the shadows. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Darth yeah. Vader on, like, the Tatooine yeah, hut. Yeah. Incredible. Like, Tells you the entire saga, if you will, in one single frame. It's a beautiful, beautiful poster. Since then, I found the Star Wars posters. I mean, the Drew Struzan stuff was really nice. For the, he's a Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Return, Revenge of the Sith poster, like the painted classic style. But ever since before then, they just kind of. I found the Disney posters to be pretty uninspiring. Right. Just Not like, so just like... much a case of the Marvels where it's like the Thor poster actually looks like the Doctor Strange poster <laughs> to the circular designs above their heads, like. But just uninspired. Like, I was really not a fan of The Force Awakens final poster, which was just looked like just shots of the movie or photos. I just miss that warm painting yeah, of yeah, a Star Wars poster. There's something special about it. And I've got to say, this, like, Last Jedi poster looks incredible. It's so stylized. It's white for starters, which is kind of rare to see on a Star Wars poster. Um, the border, like, it's, it's already stylized in that sense. And then, you know, Ray standing in the middle with a lightsaber, kind of echoing original episode 4 poster with Luke with kind of turning on the lightsaber but it's kind of created this lens flare where it's covering up it comes out looking like a star or something like all these little individual rays rays mm. and then running right up the center with um Mark Hamill old Luke and Kylo Ren Adam Driver on one side and that's it it's it, it's beautiful it's like only a few colors used, like red, black, I was very red. surprised to see that you've still got the uh, the Zelda background it's on your no phone. trust me i tried it's pretty hard to get it all in it doesn't lend itself to a phone. I'll, I'll send you one. Someone on some group that I'm on had made 
wallpaper-friendly oh, versions. Can you please? Yeah, of course. Yeah, All right, right, let's pause and do that now. <laughs> uh, the po- and then everyone in the audience got one, which was great. And it was great to got see. Got like a poster. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, now, yeah. they're going to be in Kmart in a week, but I had a look today. They're going on eBay for upwards of 500 AU. Fuck me, that's wild. It's like, guys, it's literally going to be the most mass-produced poster of this year. Yeah, it's not like it's an amiibo. No, it's not like, come on, guys. It's not a box <laughs> what boy amiibo. What is it in, in uh, Breath of the Wild? <laughs> Um, but the panel was great. So it was Kathy Kennedy, Ryan Johnston, who is the director, which is which is so exciting. Um, looks like Steele met Ryan and got him a Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt, which is incredible. Uh, Daisy came out, Mark came out, John Boyega, and a new character in this film. Uh, the character's name is Rose, played by Kelly Marie Tran. I'm probably getting that wrong. Which is terrible. We never research, but that's that's the rawness of um, of the fan. Okay, now she wasn't in the trailer. Oh no, Ker- Kelly Marie Tran. I was right. Well done, mate. Playing a new resistance member, uh, Rose. Which, right, and she is in maintenance. So perhaps she's a counterpart to what Finn was in the first order. How he worked in maintenance, you know? Yeah, sure, cool. So she's cool, and she, it's her first film. She, she was amazing. She's she's come out and she's this giggly, adorable. American actress and saying she had to lie to her parents for four months and say she wasn't in it. Uh-huh. Said she was shooting like an indie movie in Canada and went to the point of getting maple syrup imported to give them like as gifts for being on set. Oh my god! Apparently she was part of um, that's so weird. Upright Citizens Brigade in no, what's the uh, improv in Chicago that Steve Carell was in? Second City. Second City. Apparently she was in Second City, in yeah, Chicago, right. and was like handpicked. That's great. So it's really interesting. And her and Finn apparently have got a big storyline together in this. Which looked great, but it's so cool yeah, to see I'm, everybody. That's who I'm most excited to catch up with is Finn. It's in, so in good. I mean, movie. he was left in tatters, as we kind of see in the trailer. Which he looks like he's in some kind of like induced coma, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, you know, what's the uh, the back to tank? But he apparently has like a back to suit. That's pretty cool. I've heard some murmurs. Murmurs. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. And then Ryan revealed that he took a lot of shots on set. He carries a camera with him everywhere. A Leica camera ever since Looper, and showed some beautiful behind the scenes shots. And it was just awesome to see. You know, Carrie and the, the beautiful landscape that is Acto, the or Act Two, the island at the end of Force Awakens, where they shot the film uh, at Skellig Michael. Have you have, um, have you got lots of faith in Ryan Johnson? I have heaps of faith. Everything he's have done. You, what, well, I mean, I've, I've loved. Ha, except it, I haven't seen Brothers Bloom. Brothers, have we spoken about this in the podcast? Before? Yeah, we have. Like, I love Brick. Brothers Bloom was really weird, and I wanted to stop watching it. And then Bianca insisted that yeah, you we have said start this. watching it and then sh- I, I was it ended and I was like well that ended and I looked over and she was bawling her eyes out is that a good thing or a bad thing I, like, I don't know it's just, it really connected with her yeah, it just wow. didn't me I'm a robot okay. um, I thought the first hour of Looper was amazing I Second, liked all of Looper right. I thought it was such a and he, you know his work on Breaking that's Bad was incredible say, that, that's the that's a I have complete part. faith I think it's insane that what this is like J.J. Abrams was such a no-brainer like when it was revealed he was already uh, the most rumoured person to be doing it but it was also such a, like, it was like in 1993 and doing, like, picking basketball teams and you're going, I think we have Michael Jordan first. Like, you're picking teams. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, well, we, yeah, we know this is going to be good. But, but you know what? I think if you went back and, and you made me go, like, how much of J.J. Abrams stuff pre-Force Awakens did I actually love? Mm. I've, I've never watched Lost. Sure. I haven't um, watched, watched Lost either. But look, I was a big fan of Super 8. Well, but, yeah, sure. The first hour. The last hour of that is abominable. All Evans, um... <laughs> Andrew, first hour of movies, Levin's lover. First hour of movies, lover. The, the ending of, of Super 8 is not good. Is with it the, just... With, with the, he finds the, the, the townspeople? The, the little kid, like, pleads to the alien, like, to, to, to have some kindness. 
Now, I've, I have a problem where I forget the last hour of movies because <laughs> I can't remember the ending to it, to be honest. It starts out so strong. and then I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. yeah um, and I like the Star Trek films. I thought they were great. Yeah, the they first are good. They're good. They're, really they're great fun. They're, I still haven't seen them. They're his three. Breaking Bad. It's him mm. in someone else's world doing yep. something great. Just like Ryan Johnson star- did Breaking Hey, Bad. I think we see a pattern for yeah, me. Yeah. Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World, him playing around in Steven Spielberg's universe... Now he's getting because before that nine. he did that bizarre movie with Aubrey Plaza, um, the must, yeah, the the one, yeah, the the, the safety indie not time, guaranteed, safety not guaranteed, the yeah. the indie time Again, travel movie, great movie, great terrible movie. ending. Is there a pattern forming here? Yeah. <laughs> Is Disney harnessing these people to start doing good endings? Yeah, hopefully. Uh, no, I have complete faith in Ryan. He seems, you know, he's he's a real creator as opposed to maybe a. Um, like a producer's director, somebody who's just there to shoot and click. Much like JJ, he's also written the script to this. He, I mean, I know JJ inherited Michael Arndt's original draft and Michael had to leave and he kind of massaged it with Lawrence Kasdan. But this is the first non-Lawrence Kasdan episode movie we're getting in order now. This that, that, is, that's not scary to you? No, I mean, he did Empire, which for me is brilliant. Jedi, which is my least favourite of the original trilogy. And Force Awakens, which is still one of my favourite Star Wars movies. He couldn't do it either. He's doing the Han Solo script. Ah, uh, cool. Uh, but no, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see Ryan And, you know, to me I have a feeling it's going to be quite a personal Star Wars movie Like, not that it's about Ryan Johnson's childhood or anything But a smaller scale one Which I think we've got to do after kind of the bombastic Thrown into everything, Force Awakens And I have a feeling we might get a bit of that You know, an Empire has always been called a personal film And it's not, by not any means a personal film It's still mm. very huge, huge battles <laughs> But, uh, you know, and then at the end of the presentation, which I, Ryan just came across as such a, he seems so stoked he to be there. He's such a legend. He just yeah. seems so stoked to be there. Apparently he was out the night before for everyone who camped out for this, hanging out with them. Kathleen introduced and said, like, you've been out here for four hours the night before. You mustn't have had any sleep. He was signing everything, posing with everybody. Like, he just seems like a real one. Like, he's so pumped to be there. He's also developing episode nine story, I'm pretty sure. So that's pretty cool. It seems like he's got some... Big ideas. Also worth noting. They had to bring him on because Colin Trevorrow kept being like, and then the T Rex <laughs> comes out, and then the Andromenus Rex. Or no, where yeah. is the? Uh, yeah. So at the end, he said, "Look, we've got a teaser," and then everyone thought he was going to say trailer, poster, and everyone actually like started booing, which sucks because the poster's so amazing. And then, oh, and also Mark Hamill was there, just being the best. Um, Daisy he really must be so stoked to be because he was so quiet in the, in the lead oh, up to the he last must one. Be so stoked! He must be so so delighted. He's just making jokes year. about that, basically being like, "Oh, I wasn't, you know, I finally get to say something now and do yeah, things." Yeah, because he even he was saying like he read the end. You know, he, they were there for that fame. We've seen that famous shot of the first script read of uh, episode seven. You know, and the, the black and white photo of the room and everyone sitting around on chairs. Yeah, yeah. And he got to the end, and he was literally he he was saying he thought when the lightsaber was uh, rumbling in the ground on Starkiller Base that the person to catch it was going to be Luke and he didn't know because no one had read it and it's like oh it's right again he's like well, that, there's only like four pages left and he got <laughs> to the end and he was just like oh <laughs> okay so it's pretty funny but now he's obviously got something to do Daisy said something interesting she said for her she's like I'm not allowed to say too much but we're always warned about meeting our heroes they mightn't be what we want them to be so I think it's. I think Luke might be a bit of a cantankerous old bastard that oh, we don't like. Oh, it definitely like. seems like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's kind of like you know for Ray in this, she thinks Luke's this incredible hero who has, you know, who's been waiting for her to come or something like that. But I think we're going to be in for a bit of a 
nasty shock if we're expecting a Obi-Wan-esque figure. Yeah, it'll be like, you know, him doing like his best Clint Eastwood. Like, yeah. You know, who told you to come here? His best yeah, Logan. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I um, mean, and then we've got the teaser trailer. I mean, should we... Uh, do you want to break that down? How many times have you watched it? I reckon I've watched it at least like 30, 40 times. Wow. It's pretty minimal for me. Yeah. I woke is. up, it was weird, it was like Saturday morning I think it was coming and I woke up at 3am just as it came up. Yeah. Something like, it's almost like the force awoke. And <laughs> I had to, I, I forgot it was coming out because um, I'm not a real one. Um, and, uh, oh look, you're busy reading 2,000 comics a week. It's fine. Um, but I woke up to, because I had to DJ at 6am at my gym. <laughs> oh god, this was the month, the once a month. Where yeah, you have yeah, to do yeah. It. That's hysterical. And so I, I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't Do you want to tell it. them the deal that you've got? Because I know this deal. So I'm, I'm doing uh, F45 workouts. So it's usually like like minimum sixty dollars a week to, for a gym membership, but uh, I've got a DJ really early in the morning once a month, and I get a free membership. It was it worth it? Yeah, it was funny. Did you have to work? I was out terrible as well? at it. He was like, he gave me notes. I now have to go and like download a bunch of Commercial House and stuff That's like fine, that. That's fine though. Yeah, I, mean, I kind of like being abreast of shit, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but you don't have to work out while you're playing music. No, I would. I would actually enjoyed that though. I yeah, because kind of, I saw everyone else working Maybe out. Maybe you can figure like, that out. I want to have my exercise. Yeah. now. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I woke up and I was like feeling very bleary eyed and I checked my phone and, and I was like, holy shit, fucking it's new Star Wars trailer. And I woke straight up. It was great. I watched it about three times. What'd you then, think of it? Man, it's, I lo- uh, it's great. I love it. Some people are like criticizing that it is like almost like a, you know, shot for shot recreation of, of the Force Awakens trailer. But I think that's awesome. I also think it's completely purposeful. Of course it is. And yeah. also the best thing about it, which is a breath of fresh air for teaser trailers. I, I don't really know what this movie's about. Well, this and then Ragnarok as well. Both both <laughs> both movies are just kind of like these like kind of weird kind yeah. of set. You see some big moments, the but there's and, yeah. no link. I mean, let's just say this: it's the opposite of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, exactly. All we know in this movie is a raid is with Luke, and we know that already from watching The Force Awakens. I, I love that we don't really know anything else. I'm uh, like I love that we don't see Finn walking around or anything. Like no, he's, he's, just he's still he's, being. Yeah. Me, he was slashed in the back by uh, Ben Solo, and he's still lying there and. And, uh, and uh, Darth Vader's helmet is still smashed up. No, that's Kylo up. Ren's. That's, oh, right. See, he I'm, knows I'm he's a not dipshit. wearing a helmet in any of the artwork. Right. Perhaps he goes helmetless. That's fun. And he has his scar, did you see? Yeah. Running down his face from when Ray sliced him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I thought it would be more extreme, but I mean, he's but got a very pretty face. this is the world of back to tanks as well. That's true. Where, Just you know, dunk your head in there for a while. You'll well, be you fine. saw Luke, he got fucked up by that Wampa in Empire. He's fine. So, look, what I loved about the trailer. He didn't intro, get whomped down the face, though. Oh, you got, you got a good smack in the face. Yeah, I mean, okay. as we know, Mark Hamill had a serious car accident, motorcycle accident, which is why they had to write that scene in Empire. Really? Oh, you got disfigured and like had plastic surgery. That's why Mark Hamill looks quite different in Empire onwards, like really? as a person. The fucking weird things you don't know when you are, when you're are not, not really a fan. When you're not on the spec. And not, not a real fan. <laughs> on the spec with Angus Chaska. <laughs> it's one of the earliest Star Wars facts I remember reading. Because at the end, there was only three movies. I think I have heard it. I just, you know, there's so, um, many, there's so many Star Wars facts. What I love, the intro, you think it's the stars, which, you know, Star Wars movies always open with stars. Yeah. But it's glistening rock. I'm wondering, because uh, there are some known knowns about this film. Ryan Johnson has said... It immediately begins after The Force Awakens, which is a first for Star Wars. Normally, as you know, the, the, the purpose of the opening crawl is to fill you in what's, in, in, what's in happened. Between. That's, I mean, between that's that be- why Marvel are able to put out fucking 200 <laughs> comics at the moment in yeah. between the first two Star Wars movies. Because... Because there's apparently a couple of years That's in right, there. there's a couple of years in between. Yeah. Sorry, for some reason I thought you meant like Marvel superhero yeah, comics. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, they're going to... Because they don't want to not put them out. Uh, you know, between episode one and two, I think that's a 10-year gap. Between two and three. Ten was a, years. Yeah, no, right. Well, okay. There's a three-year gap. Between three to 
four. That was 19 years. Then I think it's another three years for Empire between... It's really a 10-year gap between Star Wars and Empire. No, three years. Three years. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, Those between are three one between and two. Sorry, one and two. I fucked up. Listen to this not real fan over here. <laughs> this is good. Normal people are like you. And I think it's like six <laughs> And none of them months. listen to the podcast. And I don't so know everyone how many years actually me. off the top of my head is between Empire and Jedi. It might be a year or something. Right. And then, as we know, 35 years between uh, Empire, Jedi and, Jedi and yep. Force Awakens. So this is going to be the first time we don't... I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what the crawl's going to do. It's like, yep, Finn's still knocked out and... Yep, Ray's just about to say something to Luke, and yeah, the Starkiller base is gone. It'll just be a link to buy, buy The Force Awakens on iTunes, slowly yeah. crawling Fill in. in yellow. Um, so I'm interested to see if, if that's the case, because if it continues directly after the movie, are we going to get a shot in space, as we always do, which then pans down to a planet, or is that the opening shot of the movie? Are we going to see what we think is stars after the opening crawl? But it's going to fake us. The first time ever, Star Wars movie that's not opening in space. We're really tricking us. Would I you mean, enjoy that? I think it's a real Ryan Johnson move. And I do want these movies to feel like Star Wars movies, but I also want these directors not to be like a gun for like a Marvel director. The cliche Marvel director. Not a James Gunn or a, you know, one of the more... Like a Taika well, that's it. He's, James Gunn's like the only one that kind of seemed to have proper creative reign. To do his yeah. own thing. And it worked, I think. Yeah. I think it worked. I know totally he changed agree. characters, he changed things, but it really worked. And I'm hoping that's what we're getting. Uh, I would love if it's a fake out. I mean, what's going to be more outcry? A Star Wars movie without an opening crawl or a Star Wars movie that doesn't open in space? I feel like everyone uh, got the opening crawl bullshit out of the way after yeah. Rogue One. So they'll be fine with this, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine if it, it looks like stars still. And then if it just changes to Ray's hand. So anyway, the first shot. This is to <laughs> see Ray leaving. Well, let's do another half hour on the first split second of the trailer. I mean, how does that sound to you? No, <laughs> I'm going to bring it up now and just play it uh, uh, with the sound down. I, I can just... Well, I don't remember it. favourite bits. You've watched it fucking 40 times, apparently. But I don't know the order. <laughs> the do first you? order. That's <laughs> who's in it, buddy. Mate, well, you, you should be doing Steel Wars with that gear. <laughs> you, uh, all right, so we see that at the start. Yep. Um, all right. This is a live viewing. This is I, I knew you. Every, this is why people sign up for this shit. They want to. Here we go. They want a live. It's a week old trailer. Rea- yeah, yeah. Week the fortieth viewing of a week old trailer by Angus Truscott. See that Lucasfilm logo. Now tell me about Lucasfilm. A uh, little company that hired me a few years ago to work on one of their films. Now we see a new shot of Acto. I think it's Acto or Acto. I still don't know how to pronounce it. If anyone wants to get with us, it's an island surrounded by water. It's the island where Luke uh, was waiting at the end of The Force Awakens. We see a very pretty shot of Ray looking over the edge, which. It's funny to to see like an island, like, you know, and and for it to be specifically about an island because whenever you think Star Wars, you immediately think entire planets. Yeah. So typically, is this a water planet? You know, and there's just a few islands on it, like. But here's uh, the thing, Angus. All of the different terrains that we've seen make up entire planets of Star Wars. Mm. Ice, not, we don't know what it looks like. Lava, water, um, sand, desert, forest. All of those terrains can be found on our one and only planet Earth. So, so what so you're saying is Star Wars is here right before my very eyes. Should I not? I know, be, I'm just saying, like you know, I don't know. Should I not be getting lost in the stars and I, I should just, be seeing what's at home? They don't all have to be like Mario levels. You no, know no. What I mean, I, I know they don't. <laughs> um, oh, so this is a, yeah. I don't, yeah, that's a nice shot. It's Ray looking over the edge. Reminds me, reminiscent of when uh, Vader's looking out over the bridge of his star destroyer, staring into space. Except a more organic version, if you will, with crashing waves. Now this next shot is extremely Looper, uh, with Ray's hand touching the ground and like slow motion stones moving around, like at the end when the kid starts getting the yeah, telekinesis, doing some force rocks. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, all this while, we're hearing Luke ask Ray, "What do you feel?" Now we get the, our first shot of it's Princess Leia. It looks like on the bridge of one of the Resistance ships, and you actually hear her line from. And you hope, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, very faintly. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, so there's lines in here. I, at the top of my head, I'm trying to remember what they are. He's, she says the light, so she feels the light, light the, dark. the dark. And you hear the um, First Order Kylo Ren theme from that. So there was a lot of contention whether this was Vader's mask or his, but it's clearly his. He has those chrome eyepieces there. Yep. Which makes me think maybe Kylo's lost the mask. Maybe he's finally on, on showing DVD? his face. Yeah, he's lost it. He's got a $60, um, got a $60 late fee from Video Easy. Yeah, exclusively not good material on this today's episode. No, this is great. It's like actually the funniest thing we've ever said. Uh, there's a line there. I think it's the Emperor. Yep. Or maybe Yoda. I don't really know. I stopped listening. Um, then we get blackness. Blackness. Because the dark. Oh, now, this, looks, this is the most interesting thing. It looks like the interior of an old tree. It's the Deku tree. It is. It's very Deku tree vibes. Uh, on set, there's been a lot of spy photographs of this huge, huge tree on the island. What kind of concert? Are you for or against spy photographs on the set of Star Wars Episode Eight? I'm n- neither. I feel fine. Like, if you want to look at them, you can look at them. But no, but I mean the people actually taking them and putting them up. That's, that's a shit, shit, it's shit, shit move. But it's been happening since the Empire Strikes Back, you know? Like, okay. spy stuff's always been out there. So what we've seen here, and this is interesting, it's like a bookshelf... Of ancient texts, like and look, that's like a bound book, and that's something we don't see in Star Wars. Everything's like yeah, we've no- seen a library and Attack of the Clones, and it's all like lasers. Nobody's ever read in the Star Wars universe. They never before. shit. They never eat. Oh no, they eat. They never shit, and they never read. But this is looks like at first there's an ancient dusty book with like the old Jedi Order um, logo on it. So I don't know. And, is the, this and, the, and the, the title of the book is How to Shit. It's called the Mask Screenplay <laughs> Final Draft 1994. <laughs> With notes by Jim Carrey. <laughs> do not copy. Property of New Line Cinema. Do not uh, lose. Do not, do not mask. So we see a hand touching that. Uh, then we see a very cool shot of Ray swinging a lightsaber around with karate kid behind moves. her. Very karate wax kid on, core. Wax off. Force on, force off. We see a new planet, which has now come out as... It's called Crate. Crate. Uh, Ryan Johnson said so at an interview immediately kind of after the event. And what you see in the distance lines, can you see this here... Can you see... Oh, it went little head there. Can you see what appears to be First Order walkers a la Empire Strikes Back? Nice. So there seems to be some big, big new walkers ahead. And these new ships, which while they're scraping the bottom of this like it's sand flat planet, image. it's like this red, red dust. Sand. Yeah, it's awesome. Then we get uh, Finn in a coma, it looks like, on life BB-8 support. Poe running into battle. Always running. The Falcon, Ray running. Poe's now, ship explodes. Our only shot of Kylo Ren. Which he's got that big ass scar going down and the lightsaber reflecting his eyes. Now, next shot, this could be a shot which we've seen a bit of in The Force Awakens. It looks like Luke and R2D2 looking at a huge burning building. Is this the Jedi Temple that got destroyed that we see in Rey's flashback when she touches the lightsaber in Episode 7 and has Are you, you going to be okay seeing a, a proper flashback in a Star Wars movie? Well, she had one already when she touched the lightsaber. But I mean, a proper, a long, extended flashback. It could be the same device. Maybe she keeps getting them from the lightsaber. Right, I'm happy. I'm happy for anything to happen. I want. I want. I just want new shit. I want to be surprised. Yeah, sure. If there's a flashback, there's a flashback. You know, that's cool. Uh, next shot looks like Captain Phasma and some badass First Order stormtroopers having a march. Hopefully, she does more. Well, I mean, they also announced um, at the new celebration there. There's a, there's a Captain Phasma comic written by Kelly Thompson that explains how she got out of the garbage oh, look, shoot in Force Awakens. The last shot. 
It appears we've, well, it might have been a cave, but I think it's Luke inside that big tree. If you enhance that brightness there, there seems to be a bit of bark situation. I think he's gone inside the tree with that bookshelf. He's chilling, chilling in a tree. And he says, it's time for the Jedi to ant. And then it's over. I mean, that's a pretty compelling teaser trailer. Do you reckon um, he's saying it's time for the Jedi to end, now fuck off? Or he's saying it's I'm time for the Jedi. <laughs> it's time for the Jedi to end, you need to be something new. I think that's leaning more towards that. I think, I think perhaps Luke is in the middle of a two victims of the Jedi Order being... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Anakin Skywalker and Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. I think as we, as we knew, the Jedi were quite dogmatic in the prequel trilogies. There was a lot of rules and a lot of, you know, you, would, they were, you were meant not to like them all. The no attachment, no loving people. Sure. Kind of this one view of the Force. Luke was kind of brought up in an era where there was no Jedi Order, so he was kind of the haphazard, maybe not even like some, you know, maybe not even a full Jedi, like by the traditional sense. He was trained extremely late. Obviously, he was very strong with the Force because of who his father was, but if he did start a new Jedi Order and follow those rules, and Ben Solo's gone bad, I mean, this is all theorizing. Perhaps he's just like, holy shit, the Jedi Order isn't actually a great thing. Like, it's placing kind of impossible standards on people with very human emotions. If two family members of mine have gone crazy because of that, maybe we need to do something new that's not Jedi. Sure. So maybe she's going there like, I want to be a Jedi, but he's just like, you know what, Jedi's old, old news. We've got to do something new. Look at these new drafts I've been working on. <laughs> the mask too, son of mask. So we, we are, we've gone on record as saying that Jedi is maybe the best made-up word of all time. I still stand by that. It's an amazing fictitious name. Um, although, word. In, although in a way, at one point, every word was made up. Wow, make you think. Um, uh, but uh, are you ready for what, like, can, what, what potential combination of syllables could beat the perfection of Jedi? Now, that's, that's a very big thought to have. And it's good. Someone with very big cojones has to make that decision. <laughs> Look, the word Jedi is not going anywhere. I think maybe a new approach to Jedi. Yep. 
Qui-Gon Jinn was like a, what people call now like a grey Jedi. In he the, was, you know, yeah. breaking the rules well, in, a bit and one the, of the first ones to re- realise how to maintain your life when you died because he did some kind of readings of ancient texts, perhaps. In the Dr. Aphra Star Wars sure. comics, which are great. I can't wait for oh, you to yeah, read yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got to pick them up today, actually. Um, the... Her father is uh, is like has been he spent his entire life dedicated to the study of a certain type of Jedi. Oh. the name of which escapes me right now, but it's wow. not it's not as good a no- name as Jedi because otherwise otherwise I would have remembered it after reading seven issues. Has it got the now. word Jedi in it? No, oh. it's with the O or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, another theory is that book might be one of the Journal of the Wills. Remember the the Guardians of the Wills, the yeah, Journal of, of the Wills, yeah, yeah. which has been mentioned. So we could be finally getting into this. Perhaps the Wills are still. The Wills of Still? The Wills of Still. That's my standalone Star Wars movie. Uh, yeah, a lot of theories. I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, we could theorize forever, but I, I don't really have any clue what the fuck this movie's about. I, just, I think it's a great trailer. Wars and the Stars. That's all I want at the end of the day. A lot of complaints I saw. You mentioned that it was similar to The Force Awakens. A lot of complaints I saw, and this is... I can't believe people are complaining about this in 2017. They said they didn't get a... It didn't say enough about the, the movie in a teaser trailer. How are you not sold? Who cares? But also, like, like, how rare is it now to get a teaser trailer, which is actually a teaser? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I thought it was such a breath of fresh air. Like, I, you know, the Rogue One teaser was great, too. It was very quick shots of, like, you know, the new blacks, the Death Troopers. And that noise. That's what I want. I don't, yeah. don't want to know what the movie's about. I, want, I, I just want to be sold with sexy shots. So sold. Um, things we didn't get from the celebration. No announcement for a new film. And no further details on Han Solo, right? No further details. I thought we were even going to get a crew shot or a costume shot, nothing. And you know what? They've got a movie to sell for this year and they're going to have Comic-Con in a few months. They're going to have the Disney Expo where uh, I think they're going to reveal some stuff. Kathy Kennedy, we had an interview today where she said they're going to announce the next title this summer, the next standalone film. Oh, cool. For awesome. 2020. So we're only getting one Star Wars movie a year as opposed Damn, to like... Damn, bro. I know, only, which is fantastic. Um, Han Solo is obviously slated for mid next 2018. Year, right? Yep, 2019 is going to be episode nine, and then standalone for 2020. Wow! So I don't know what's what going to be. Still, I still would love it to be Ewan and the Obi Wan film. Yeah, but if it's Adam, also he, be- he wasn't there, was he? No, he wasn't there. It was a big wish. <laughs> uh, I would be happy if it's not because it's also you know we've expected that. Um, so oh, and Rebels is ending. At season four. Yep. And a new animation. Oh, and there was a new series started called uh, Force of Destinies, which is a new 2D animated series, which is awesome. And I, really? I think this is really important. It should be getting more coverage. Uh, yeah, this is one short, thing I have not little seen little eight-minute movie episodes all about the females of Star Wars from Padme up until Rey. Um, all original voice actors. So Daisy Ridley's Rey. Uh, Natalie Portman's going to be back involved. Hasn't been confirmed for right. Natalie, but it could be. I thought she it might be too her fucking was. good for Star Wars. No, no, she's into, she said she wants to return recently. Okay, right. Uh, it might be who speaks for her in The Clone Wars, but uh, who is G- Felicity Jones, Gina Erso, Of course, yep. Ahsoka, every female character is going to be getting this new little eight-minute episode, 2D animation. That's so cool. Dave Filoni's still executive producing it, who does Clone Wars and Rebels, and they're doing like a new line of toys just aimed at like female Star Wars fans. They're not Barbie dolls by any means, but... They're different to the traditional action figures, like more appealing in looks. Yeah, that's cool, because I'm, I'm a big fan of the uh, D- DC superhero girls. Yes, yes. It's very um, similar to this, except maybe skewed a little older, maybe yeah, like that's 8 great, to 12. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit young. But the, the, those comics are actually sick. I'm trying to find a picture of you to show you, because it's very cool. And they're just like doing, you know, Star Wars highlights female heroes in this new series. So oh, man, look at the animation. It's great. It's awesome. And it's all going to be on YouTube. And then they're going to do some specials on the Disney Channel. 
And yeah, it's going to be sick. Like they're all there. There's there's Ray with BB, Ahsoka, Jin, Leia. Uh, Leia with the Ewoks. It's it's going to be sick. It's such a cool idea. And these are new action figures they're doing. Oh wow, they're rad. They're yeah, so yeah, cool. they're pretty sick, huh? The they're Has- so cool and the Hasbro throwback. still. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a cool. That was one of the first announcements, which I think is sick. Like imagine being a girl. Like you've got a daughter. Imagine growing up now and knowing that there's so many kick-ass women characters well, for them to look at. This is absolutely them responding to the Where's Ray fiasco. Yeah, this is, this is like, literally the reaction to Where's Ray, I guarantee it. And, and like, I think, you know, even though this came out of something so ridiculous that, it, you know, like that it even, that it, that it was allowed to happen, you know, like, like the, the fact that it was so hard to find a Ray action figure after Force is it, Awakens. Was that responsible? Was that, did that have to do with the same guy who, like the same guy at Disney who was like Pearl, blocking... Pearl Pardon? Per- Ike Perlmutter. Yeah, who was blocking have, uh, the uh, Scarlet Widow films and stuff and making her a major character. Black Widow. Black Widow, sorry. <laughs> Scarlet Widow. Who's Scarlet Widow? Scarlet Witch and Black Scarlet Widow. Witch. You did yeah. a bloody mashup. Well, this is what Marvel's done to D- me. They're DJ Angus. They don't, look, they don't... Those are two very different characters, all right, Angus? In the films? Yes, in the films. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not a huge Avengers Ultron fan, sorry. You know this. This but, is on record. You, no, you, uh, neither am I, but I'm, I'm a big fan of um, how they were both depicted in uh, Civil War. Yeah. No, no which, Stella, which is incredible. In yeah, Civil she's War. the best in Civil War. Um, uh, yeah, so that's really cool. And Rebels is ending, but Star Wars animation will continue. So we're probably going to get a new original series announced soon. Hopefully not in that weird blocky 3D thing that apparently you get used to after watching like two episodes of Clone Wars. You get used but, to it. Uh, yeah, you yeah. get used to it. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm happy it's ending. It's going to be interesting to see who survives. Yep. Uh, and it won't end with the Battle of Scarif, which I think is good. It's going to have its own ending. Okay, sweet. Um, and then uh, we got a bunch of Star Wars Battlefront. Um, yeah, it sounds like the Battlefront game everybody wanted. Which is a single-player campaign, which is all I'm interested in. I do not give a fuck at being, about being destroyed by cunts that are like half my oh, age yeah. on the, the other side of the world. The single-player campaign could be great. It's uh, look, but Have you seen the full teaser, uh, the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're playing as an Imperial, a, a female Imperial officer, and your empire is being destroyed by the rebels, and then it's you kind of carrying on an empire by the looks of it or trying to I don't know maybe is it the formation of the first order I'm not too sure it's going to be sick I'm yeah. really pumped to see That's what happens really really I cool. know it's kind of could, probably going to be set in that period of the aftermath novels which Chuck um, fuck I forget his name Chuck so and so who's written three aftermath novels which is set immediately after Return of the Jedi it's going to be that kind of type of I've not played a first person adventure game since The Legend of Zelda well no that's third person oh yeah I mean since like Metroid Prime I guess but like you know yeah. like Especially oh, one, right. especially person, one yeah. link to. I mean, there are plenty. We just don't like. You know, we didn't play Titanfall. We yeah. don't. We don't play Halo. Um, we get it. We don't like Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, apparently, Halo games were fantastic. One was okay. I haven't played any of them. I played um, one. When I haven't even played Half Life. You know, like, there are a few. I know there are a few game first person classics that I've never played. I didn't have PCs. And a lot of these were like big PC games, and they were always watered down on consoles at the time. Like the PS1 and PS2 were like underpowered versions of big games, you know? I have played Portal. I haven't played Portal 2. I've played both. Great games. Yeah. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, I, that, as, I mean, like a licensed first person. Yeah. I feel like I haven't played since fucking Goldeneye or something. Yeah, same here. I, it looks like hopefully it's going to be the game everyone wanted. With This is a huge thing, which they ignored with the last one. Uh, settings throughout all of the galaxy's eras. So we've got prequel trilogy which means we'll have Clone Wars campaigns, which is all anybody ever wanted because the Clone Wars campaigns are great. We're going to be getting original trilogy uh, wars and also, you know, Rogue One and also Episode 7 and 8, so good. which is sick. Awesome. And there's a leak on the Battlefront 2 website which showed Kylo. It looks like 
Do you remember in episode seven, Kylo obviously had the mask, but he had that kind of hood, which was kind of frayed and burnt? Yep. Looks like now he's got one of Darth Vader's capes. He now is hoodless and wears a big leather cape. One of Vader's, by the looks of it. So like, that could be interesting. Is maybe, that a leak for the movie or a leak for the game? Well, it's from the movie. He's got the scar on his oh, wow, eye and everything. So I think maybe he goes to Mustafar, the castle we've seen, which I know Doug Chang, one of the designers, has said, oh, that's a location we'll hopefully be revisiting in future Star Wars movies. We saw it very very in-depth in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, I hope uh, maybe Kylo hangs out there. Maybe he raids Granddaddy's wardrobe. I mean, that could be pretty cool. That was just a little sidebar. Um, keep them up. You bu- what, you're loving that sidebar? I, I come for the content, stay for the sidebars. This is what I've always said about you two when it comes to mask-related jokes. <laughs> um, so that's, so, I don't know, that was a weird, like, almost week-late wrap-up of Star Wars Celebration, but it was the Hey Fam edition. Fucking, that's, people, people love Apparently, Mark Hamill, I haven't had the heart to watch it yet because I think I'm going to cry a lot. He gave a his own... Uh, um, his own panel, a Carrie Fisher tribute panel. Right. Which I'm sure would have been beautiful funny but also like i got really sad when i saw that tribute video like it's still pretty sad news i know that's really corny i didn't know her. it's I'm not never corny at all no, no, no at all and i think you know it does take a lot to kind of psych yourself up to watch something you know is going to make you very emotional it's, you know when you have very little spare time and you're like i've got an hour to spare what am i going to watch the mask or <laughs> the first hour of the mask or the second hour of the mask or am i going to watch something that's gonna make me really sad the, like the, like the mo- first hour of the mask the most recent um the most recent album by um, Mount Eerie. Oh, this Phil is so Elvin, crazy. I just downloaded that last night. I was speaking to someone about it. So um, are, you, are you a fan of him in yeah. the past? Like, I know. I'm, I'm aware. Right. I'm yeah, aware I, of the I, little Dum Dum Club and Mount Eerie. So like fucking f- 15 years ago or however long ago She's part of the Neutral Milk Hotel type of scene, uh, right? K, like that K style. Records. That, K was, record, um, yeah. that, other, that, other, that was Elephant 6 yes. or whatever it is. But he's, he's part of K Records. He was. Um, He's recorded as the microphones, very lo-fi indie like laptop stuff. into a computer, basically. Uh, I mean, guitar- electric guitar yeah, into yeah, a laptop. Like, yeah, um, and I, I saw him perform at like an old church in Sydney. That's so when he, Sydney. When he, when, he, when he toured years and years ago. That's so pre-Mike Baird Sydney, and he did a, he did a Q&A after the, the, um, after the show and everyone from the quest, everyone was um, asking him questions like, you know, like, you know, what's your process? What's your, you know, th- like very in- serious questions and... And then I asked, um, which was his favorite Olsen twin? What did he say? He goes, I don't really care about that. <laughs> That's such a dumb white indie guy answer, so, isn't uh, it? But of course, what do I expect? He's a very you know serious, emotional. No, but dude. you should. It's nice to make these people crack a smile. But uh, so, <laughs> what a prick too that Phil, you asked that. Phil, I know, I'm worse, worse cunt. Uh, Phil Elverham um, is, is 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 his his actual name. He went by the microphones, then he renamed. That's himself right, the microphones. Mount Erie, um, and. Uh, he brutal content, right? It's like his wife just died. Well, or something. Yeah, so like yeah, like year before last, he, he he asked for support because his wife had cancer and they were trying to pay her bills, and then she died. Um, and they have a, they have a daughter together. Isn't like one of the lyrics, our daughter's one and a half. Dude, the entire died album. eleven days so this, ago. This entire album is about processing grief. Jesus. So like I've I've listened to four songs of it on the album, and each one of them Too has hard. just reduced me to tears. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a b- unbelievable listen. It feels like something that we shouldn't be allowed to listen to. Like someone's the, personal diaries or yeah, something. There's one called Real Death, and it's like, you know, two minutes long, and it I I challenge anyone not to be, like, emotionally moved by that song. Wow. My um, um, friend who was recommending it to me last night, he was like, I've listened once. I won't listen for a while. It's very hard to listen to. Move on. I'm going to move on, but I do appreciate what it is here for. And well, I've listened to Real Death quite a few times, so I'm not. I, yeah, but the um, hearing new songs 
off the album. Mm. I'm not ready for that. You know, he reveals a lot about you know the grieving process and I mean, the, hopefully the little things that he remembers. It and could be a helpful tool, maybe. With like, maybe that's why he wanted to release it. Like, maybe one day someone who else has experienced this can feel like, oh, I'm not alone. Yeah, and that's kind of a. Horribly just, bittersweet, yeah. nice just, thought. How different it is for him now raising a daughter without his wife, I think is like, yeah. And, and his wife was used to record as Wolf. She was on K Records oh, yeah. too. And yeah, she, uh, like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a horrible story. But Dude, it's cancer's a, it's a, fucked. It's Let's a just, very the Hey Fam stamp of disapproval on cancer. Yeah, yeah. We're putting it on there. Absolutely. I'm stamping it on there. It's, um, you know, it's messed up parts of my life, your life, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. What a horrible thing. They just got really dark. The uh, human condition. So, you know, I'll, I'll pull us out of this. Kendrick Lamar's new album. We, I wouldn't get there. Talking as well. about music, do you want to do a little sure. bit more music, or should we t- like talk very quickly? We actually quickly. got a tweet today about the music again. We're getting tweets. Oh, really? Who tweeted us? Um, Jack Alexander. Uh, I was about to call him Third Green Light Boy, but I realised that's what I call people who tweet me on my other podcast. <laughs> uh, Jack's a lovely gentleman. He said he's loving how much singing is on his uh, nerd culture podcast this week. I think I was doing some Drake renditions on my couch last episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sang Passion Fruit. Maybe that's so funny. So that's pretty cool. We can sing <laughs> if you want. I, I did a Sandstorm little bit earlier. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so, right. Yeah, oh, that was Sandstorm. I thought it was the you, Eye of the Tiger. Oh, man. I sang Eye of the Tiger on the Mitchin this week, actually. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Uncanny bullshit happening this week. Man, I've got chills. Got to multiply it. Now we're singing a great song. losing control. Great song. I thought you were going to continue. It is a Because the power you're supplying. It's, it's electrifying. electrifying. Iron, iron, iron. You iron. better step up. Boop, boop, boop. Because I need a fam. Oh, man. Could someone do a remix <laughs> of the Grease Mega Mix and make it a Hey Fam theme song? <laughs> I know Jack Alexander's probably up for it. I know he does music production and stuff. This would be very cool. It's on you at Jack Alexander. This underscore. could be a Patreon thing for us. Like. Oh, we've got to make our Patreon. I saw, I've, I've got a bunch of like weird rewards because we want to do a Patreon that's like. Did you save the chat we had when you and I were say like coming up it's with concepts there somewhere? I'm sure we, it'll just take, it'll take me half a day to find it, but mm. it's there. Um, we've just got to look for the word Zack Snyder in our search history, and it's going to bring up four thousand results. But it's in there. Um, but I thought we could talk just quickly. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct. Um, last yes, week. there was. I watched it in the shower. <laughs> Because his amazing. iPhone is waterproof, the 7 <laughs> Plus, seriously, I'm like, ooh, it's live is now. Is my one? Is the, yeah, it's waterproof. It, yeah, right. So sweet. I sit it on a bench like next to my uh, shower. Like, you know, it's not, it's not in the shower. It's kind of on the bench near the window. Just watching it away there. It was great. I was like, man, the future rules. I'm going to be late for work. I've got wrinkly skin because this direct's going for some time. But I'm damned if I get out of the bar- shower. Yeah. Did you, what did you have, like a 50-minute shower? Uh, I caught the tail end. Right. I was like, I, I caught like the Splatoon, the Tetris Poi. Yeah, so I was not really excited by any of the announcements. Hey, let's talk about the format. It was a much better format. The format than was usual. crazy. It was like just a, like flying a new, through things. Yeah, it was so and, much and, better. And there was like a, a a bar at the top that told you what was coming next. So I you, it was great. The next three things, you always knew what was coming up. But I think to focus on the positive of this mm. weird little thing they did, um, I think it was them just kind of getting all the bullshit out of the way so that they can actually blow our dicks out of our butts. At, uh, e- oh, they're going to in like E3. a month. June, yeah. is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, like this was this was housekeeping. Yeah, this and, was and Nintendo like, housekeeping. It wasn't like there were bad announcements. It was just like, okay, cool. Like Monopoly, great. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not playing that ever. I don't even play it when it's Payday. at Ma- when it's at McDonald's. Payday is such a weird announce. You can see who we- you can see just that conversation. Like, oh, we've got an IP that's four years old. We might port it if you want. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I think that they're, they're they're really suffering. Um, I mean, adult uh, games. Well, I mean, I think just like all the third-party guys are like, yeah, we'll see if we're going to put games on the system. So you're getting some very lackluster. Not that I want to play, but what's happened to Skyrim? I mean, they kept showing that off in the 
Switch reveal. Yeah, I hope they don't make that a big part of E3 because that would, they be, won't. That would be a bummer. It would be embarrassing because right next to them there's going to have the like Elder Scrolls <laughs> Five or <laughs> yeah, whatever right. it is, and they're still jacking off. No, no, that. it's called Skyrim Two. <laughs> Skyrim 2, the rim job. Earth rim. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Splatoon stuff was slightly disappointing in the sense we didn't find out if there was a first player mode. I reckon we're gonna, that's all going to be safe for E3. Okay. Um, what else was the big reveal? Oh, just more ARMS characters. Yeah. I mean, ARMS looks fine, but also, like, whatever. I don't give a fuck about ARMS. Yeah. We'll probably love it. We'll probably be eating our own words. Kendrick Lamar, should we talk about that? Yeah, so Kung Fu Kenny, as he's now calling his, uh, his alter ego, I guess. Very Wu Tang. Kung like Fu Kenny. I reckon. I, I, I choose to believe that Kid Capri gave him that name, and, and it stuck Kendrick for the just, record. Just ran with it. Are you seen Kenny wearing it? Like when he performed at Coachella, he's wearing like an entire like Shaolin outfit now. Really? Yeah, and had like Bill, a Kill Bill esque like exploitation kung fu things which he'd filmed before each part of the set. Did you spend your entire weekend just streaming? streaming? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you do? <laughs> Stop having kids. Yeah. <laughs> Start not having kids and streaming content, baby. Very it's 2017. Point. You got to stream some kids. Uh, yeah, the set was great. Uh, but yeah, released a song two weeks ago called The Heart Part 4. Told everyone they've got till April 7th, then pushed the album back a week to April 14th, which was nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I think he, I thought maybe it was a Joey Badass thing. I think maybe he wanted to let his album breathe. I think Joey was like, ooh, I've got this big new album coming out. Then a Kendrick announced a, the album release on Who that day. Who gives a fuck about Joey Badass? It's a community. Maybe he was looking after him. I, I honestly think that's what it was. Joey Badass um, performed at Field Day, which is a New Year's Day festival. Was oh, this when he fought the security guards or something? Uh, apparently, it was like the night before. But he, uh, I was, we, we were DJing on the main stage that he mm. was on, in between all the acts. Yeah. And um, he, we, we, we played our set, and then he came on the stage, and I walked off, and then I uh, went and got a beer, and then I saw like Franco, who I DJ with in Halfway Crooks, like sprinting back towards the stage, going, "Where's Levens? Where's Levens?" And I ran back, and apparently. Uh, uh, who are we even talking about? What's Joey Badass. Joey Badass <laughs> got out on stage to do one song and then had no voice. So he just went like, ah, rah, 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 and then just said, oh, I'm sorry, I've got to go. And then, so he, did, he played so you guys half, got another set? half a song and then, he, and then we had to DJ for, uh, for an hour. Did and, you get uh, paid more? Uh, no, we did not. <laughs> Shame I, I, on I, I you, suggested it. I suggested it and they were like, that's not how this works. I'm like, how, why, why isn't that how this works? How isn't it? If I pick up another shift to McDonald's, I'm pretty sure I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? Um, but... Uh, we did get a review in the Herald that said that like um the, the, like us DJing was the highlight of the day anyway. That not <laughs> so all heroes cool. wear capes. It's very very good point. They wear, that's so good. They wear uh, Darth Vader's weird shoulder pad thing. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, well, there we go. But yeah, album came out this week. Kendrick Lamar's damn fourth album. Yep, uh, and I would say probably the first album he's put out that I've enjoyed from start to finish. Yeah, I found Butterfly quite a hard listen. Couldn't put it on and enjoy it. I had to really think. Like, I think it's a quite an important record. Section 80 has too much bloody jazz on it. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, whatever. Good Kid Mad City had a bit too much Dre towards the end on the bonus edition. It was and, very... And uh, it also had... Um, skits. Just very bad and annoying skits. Yeah. Um, though I do see, like, you know, Good Kid Mad City is like Kendrick the Rapper. I see to Pimp the Butterfly being Kendrick the Poet. Gross. The poet slash protester. But then I say, this is like Kendrick the Superstar now. It's him like, okay, I'm, I am here. These are songs that I want on radios. Like, because To Pimp a Butterfly was not a, no radio songs. Really. I really like that. Do, do, the Neptunes, the one that Pharrell produced. Oh, yeah. That one's, we're yeah, going to yeah. be all right. That's yeah, a, that's all right a was song. huge. All right, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Let's become an anthem now for like Black Lives but Matter. That one that like came like, uh, like number two or whatever. On King Kunta. I don't like that song. Yeah, it's just a silly song. 
Yeah, I find yeah. it's a bit silly. It's not a Kendrick Lamar. It's like he, yeah, it feels like he wrote that one for fucking Dubbo to Woomba. Like you, 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 you he wrote it for Jurassic Five. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost written Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, like, and that's what I found. It didn't feel like a Kendrick Lamar record, but this sounds like so self-assured. It's such a like fucking Technicolor big record. The set, like production's amazing. The Mike Will made it stuff so good. Yeah, I haven't even looked at the production credits. Um, I've listened to the album a lot. Which Just is the sequencing's yeah. amazing, like the little you know DNA, like all, that, the, that. all the Kid Capri stuff is yeah, just insane. so good. I, I love hearing record. his voice. Yeah, it, it's the best. Up until the very last track, you're still hearing him yell out "Kung Fu Kenny." Yeah, it's so good. It's um, it's just a blast to listen to. There's no, there's no really filler moments. I found it's like really solid. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the first song that like like from start to finish, and I, I really I, I th- there's huge variation on songs I don't normally like the more aggressive Kendrick songs but I fucking love them on this yeah the first track Humble when it starts so fucking good not the first track not the talking one, but you know the first real song after yeah, yeah, the, yeah that second half when there's just that sample pad slamming oh, and him kind of spitting and it's like yeah. man this is like real tough Kendrick but then then, then there's unbelievable R&B Kendrick there's like oh, is the- there like moments where you think he's being Drake like that song Love where he's kind of singing and it's very like hooky and very yeah, pop. Yeah, I, I, I was like, is that him singing or is that someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah, a no. singing on this record too. Um, but I Poor love Kenny. the uh, loyalty with Rihanna. Loyalty's great. It is Hearing Rihanna rap is always fun. Yes. You don't get to hear it that much these days. And then um, the song after it, Pride, is easily my favorite song. I really like album. Lust, the um, one that comes before Love, which is yeah, like yeah. Lo- Love's that real kind of Drake sounding song. Lust is kind of, it has that kid talking in it sometimes. Yeah, it's and great, it's good. Yeah. Cra- and it's um, Bad Bad Not Good produced it. Yeah, wow, Which cool. is wild. Yeah, I was like, yeah. who did this? And that I checked today when I was listening to band. it. And I was like, oh, damn. And the yeah, I just think it's such a... First time I've ever heard a Kendrick album with so many samples. Like, I don't think a sample necessarily makes an album better. That's just an interesting fact. A lot of samples on it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I Hopefully it reinvigorates a lot of like comp- friendly competition between people to put out really good shit. It's funny that you uh, mentioned samples. The first ever Kendrick song I heard was um, Blow My High, which is built around two samples. One, the Pimp C verse from yes. uh, Big Pimping. And then, uh, is that the off Overly thing- Dedicated? The, sorry? Like the mixtape? Is that off Overly Dedicated? It's dedic- off Section 80. Section 80, sure. And then the, the, then the, the second part is um, the whole song is built around... Um, uns- uh, was it the letter song by Alia? Uh, sending you- Four-page letter yeah, by, sure. by Alia. There's I mean, I guess coming off the, the um, organic sounding to Pimp Butterfly. And yeah, then totally. Untitled Our Master, which I don't really care for. I'm sure there's some good moments on there, but it's not an album. It was just like... Yeah, I never get it at the time of day. I, yeah, I, it's, I, just, I it's kind of back. leftovers. This from, one, I just love how poppy it gets. I love how... It, like, it's it, what I mean. It's Kendrick it, the Superstar yeah, when yeah. I was going through those stages. Like, this is him going like, I'm like a Kanye-level entertainer now. Like, I can perform to anybody and sell out like Taylor Swift numbers probably. Um, and then Pride, that's what I mentioned. This Pride's is my favourite. It, it sounds like him doing Outcast, but normally when an artist he does, does a lot of Andre 3000 aping doesn't he but normally, normally they only way. do Andre but he actually his flow does is big boy? entirely like Big Boy on that track yeah, right. it's such a good track and, he, and then his sing, the, the singing on it sounds like Sleepy Brown what about the track number three which sounds like it was like Tame Impala producer like Kevin oh, Parker 100% yeah, yeah. how insane I heard yeah. that and I'm like this actually sounds like Kevin Parker made this song like so many blowout moments I'm just so happy it's such a good record me too ridiculous album cover very yes yeah, hilarious out. Just that, weird. Like, it it just, looks like you made it. Yeah, seriously. It looks like I made it on my iPhone when I'm in a meeting at work. <laughs> it is so weird. Um, but, you know, like all the best album covers, views, Life of Pablo, like they're made to be memed. That's These, true, true. It's a recent trend. Yeah, actually, uh, that's a good point. I reckon he knew it would be kind of... Like, I reckon it's now a completely conscious decision when anybody makes a record, like how memeable it's going to be. I, 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 uh, and whether a generator will pop up within an hour of the announcement, which always happens. Uh, my only, only, the only YouTuber I like, Video Game Donkey, oh. D 
did a great. Uh, Should we tell him we watch Video Game Donkey to psych ourselves up before we record most times? Yeah, if you don't already follow him. Uh, on, don't on follow his, his girlfriend. Levens will unfriend you. No, she's all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, okay. You've now don't changed. don't watch the videos with him in it on her page because um, you're like, Who, wait, I thought this guy was cool and he's anything but on his girlfriend's page. Ouch. Um, but uh, I, um, hey man, that's what love will do to you. Uh, but he, he's, 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 uh, he, he tweeted out of the, like the damn Kendrick album cover and Kendrick's holding a copy of Banjik. No, not Banjik. Yes, ukulele. no, ukulele. ukulele. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, Video Game Donkey did that. Oh, is that... Wh- where did he post it? On his Twitter. Wow. I yeah. s- that's amazing. Very funny. Damn, ukulele. The biggest disappointment of... Uh... I mean, I just think it's just average. Like, I don't think, mm. like, you know, I'm, I'm, when it's inevitably reduced, I'll buy it. I had a good chat with my cousin who's a few years younger than me, but, he, you know, he had banjo when it came out and we're chatting about it. He's a big gamer. And he's big said, gamer. Big gamer. And he was like, you know, like, the whole thing with retro games, like, they're not supposed to work now. Like, we've moved on. Like, those inconsistencies and annoy- things that would be an annoyance now, like walking yeah, from totally. one end of the hub world to the other, it was fine back then because you, there was nothing to compare it to. But... Imagine if we were playing Breath of the Wild on the Ocarina of Time engine. Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be impossible. Terrible. Like so many fade to blacks and irises opening so much and closing. Fog. So much fog. And maybe there's a reason why we shouldn't like celebrate retro games that much. I mean, I love 16-bit, 18, 8-bit games. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, they're fine. I'm, I'm so excited to watch Shovel to play Shovel Knight yeah. once I finish. Uh, Same to replay Shovel Knight. Oh, I'm once pumped I to play finish. Monster Boy, Wonder Boy. And there's yeah. So I'm, I'm I've got two. Two trips to Melbourne in the next week. So that's a lot of extra switch time. I we think get I'm, it. You hate lockout laws. I think I'm going to finish uh, Zelda in, wow. by the time we record our next show. That's so amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing. And uh, by finish, you mean defeat Ganon and also have 120 shrines? That's that, that's, that's yeah. the level I'm, I'm Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm, I want to do with. as well. I want to finish that. Uh, and then uh, I'm, I'm going to pick up. I've already got Snake Pass. I want to play some more of that. I've been playing a little bit. Archie loves loves me playing that. Snake Pass is he cute. It, he calls it Snake Game. Do you play it on the TV or handheld? Uh on the TV, so Archie so can watch. Yeah, Archie called. Archie told me Zelda was broken the other day, and we Aww. have to play Snake Game. Oh, I hate when Zelda's broken. <laughs> um, That's a lie. But he wants. Uh, actually, tonight it's just me and him because uh, B's going out to dinner. And one I was two like, switch. What do you want to do? He's like, can we play one two? That's what, so what do you nice. want to play? The sandwich game. So, oh, that's going to be really cute. I feel like we've only spoken about Zelda with so many other Switch games that we haven't mentioned. So I feel we'll like talk uh, we should, we'll talk about them. We've got to do a Zelda spoilers episode and then a... Uh, other games you can play other, besides Zelda. Exactly. Listen up, indie developers. If you're listening, send us some goddamn codes. Yeah, well, I would love to play everything. Every single thing on there. See what's, see what's great. But yeah, that... Uh, it was gl- raining. Gl- it was raining earlier, bro. Oh wow! Um, Make you think. Graceful explosion machine looks really good. Mister Shifty. Mister Shifty's out now. Yeah, yeah, they're all out. Yeah. So yeah, there's wow. a bunch of really cool indies on there now. Indie. And, and then the Wonder Boy too. So, yeah. so we've gone from indie music, independent films being the first Star Wars movie, to yep. independent <laughs> games. What a what a full circle we've come to in this amazing Hey Fam episode. And now I'm going to turn my mic off, and you can sign off the podcast independently. Great. Okay, guys, that's been another episode of the Hey Fam podcast by Andrew Levins and Angus Truscott. If you are interested in what we have to say outside of the podcast, please feel free to follow us. You can find Andrew on his podcasts, The Mitchin and Serious Issues, uh, that he does with Mitch Orr and Siobhan Coombs. Fantastic. You can find him on all social media platforms under the username LevDog. You can find me, Angus Truscott, on the podcast The Greenlight Boys, or you can find me on a plethora of social media websites under the username Chimichangus. Be safe, be careful, and enjoy your morning. Also, you can find HeyFam at facebook.com slash HeyFamPodcast, or send us an email, HeyFamPodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, and we'll have news about our Patreon when we finally do it, I don't know, six months from now. 
It was a pretty good sign off. It was a brilliant. It was sign very off. robotic very and much. very to the point. They always have to be. Yeah, I liked it. Hey, if ever you want to do that again, let me know. Okay, I will every single and time. And hey, big big news here. Levens is flying down to see the egg this weekend. If you have any suggestions for what he should do to the egg, or you know, maybe this could be our first patron if you want him to insult the egg for a certain price. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway, but <laughs> it he's going to do it anyway. Hey, you may as well make money out of it. Um, yeah, I'm going down to Melbourne Comedy Festival this weekend to see Tommy Dassler's show uh, because apparently 80% of it is about me, Angus, and my son. So uh, I'm going to sue him. Great. If you need a lawyer. I've got a nice suit. I'm going to stick around and watch a bunch of other shows and uh, I think I'm going to see the Do Go On live show that Nick Mason's going to be a part of. So that'll be fun. Cool. Um, and if, if you're in Melbourne, come and say hello because uh, it's always cool to high-five new people. Isn't if it, Angus? If you're in Sydney, don't say hello to me. He hates high-fives. Someone said hello to me actually when I was at the Kojima <laughs> event. I was trying to watch Kojima and this guy came up and he's like, it was actually for, my, again, the Greenlight Boys. He's like, where's the Greenlight Boys book? I said it was going up this week because like, I lost the audio. Too. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, it's it's free. Like, don't complain. I got like really sturdy. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, dude, like I, I lose money doing these things. Like, uh, My favorite thing is uh, like, it was always at the festival where someone will always point at me and just go, hey fam. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. See, I like that. Yeah. When someone's asking you where something is, that's kind of shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, be cool out there, everybody. Try and make us a theme song of the Grease Mega Mix or something, please. Please. All seven minutes of it. Enjoy Bye. your morning. Hey! Bam, bam, bam. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. 
That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.